Are you doing what you love? Dun dun dun! Hey guys, Fight Junkie here again. Before we get into this, I just want to thank everybody for their support, following us on social media, of course, listening to the podcast, and checking out our YouTube channel. You can do that by going to youtube.com slash fightjunkie2006. Okay, so a lot of us hear this, right? Do what you love, do what you love, do what you love. It's very easy to say, but is it correct? Well, in a sense, it is correct because you don't want to spend your entire life doing something that you don't enjoy. But at the same time, people aren't realistic about that. So when people hear do what you love, that sounds great. It's great to put it up on a uh, photo, put it on a plaque, write it on your wall. It's a great selling point for the gurus out there. Just do what you love. But they don't tell you the rest of that. There's more to it than that. The other part is do what you love, but you have to be prepared to accept that what you love to do may not make you a lot of money. And there lies a problem. So if you love to sit home and jerk off every day, then you better be prepared to live off of unemployment or disability. Nobody that I know of is going to pay you for that. Well, maybe not with webcams and whatnot, but I won't go there. But if you don't have a marketable skill that the public isn't interested in, but it's something that you love to do and you want to do it, go ahead and do it. You just got to be happy with what it brings, what the market value is. The cool thing about the age that we live in right now is technology. So even going back to my joke about jerking off, the webcams and the industry, the porn industry and that type of stuff, people are making money doing that online as crazy as that sounds like you don't have to be an actual porn star quote unquote like people would think in the old days where you're going to a studio it's all set up you're doing dvds you're doing streaming you just do it from your from your house on your own computer so there's pretty much anything and everything you can do out there you can make some type of income with the question is how much, what is your lifestyle, what is your cost of living, and these type of things. This happens a lot, not only with when you're talking about non-traditional industries, even you take betting, sports betting, right? That's not traditional. But it happens a lot with people that go to college. So they don't do, they don't do their due diligence and bother to research the career they're going into and what the salary range is in the very top and the very bottom and what the median is. You need to know this because what happens is they go spend all this money on college, come out with a degree that they may as well wipe their ass with because they can't make any money off of it. And what do they do? They bitch and moan and whine and cry. When in fact, you should have known going in, hey, whatever this degree is I'm getting, this is what the market generally pays for this type of position. So if you spend $100,000 on a degree to come out and work a job that's $30,000 average salary, can you really be upset with anybody but yourself? These are personal decisions and you need to take personal responsibility for it. So it's all fine and well when people say do what you love and love what you do. But you have to be happy with the results that brings. If you're not then you may have to do something that you don't necessarily love to bring in the income and give you the lifestyle that you want. 
So I'm always talking about accuracy, being accurate, being honest, capping stuff, boxing, betting. But that applies to everything. Because if you're not honest with yourself and you go out into the real world, the real world will quickly slap you and tell you this is the way it is. So it doesn't matter what you think is going on or how you wish it to be. There are realities of the world. So in boxing and MMA betting, combat sports betting, it's a little bit different because I have a little bit more control than, say, somebody who wants to be an artist or something and relies on other people to pay them to commission artwork or they have to go beg galleries and this type of thing or they have to start up a website. There has to be a demand for that type of thing. I use basically like information and I turn that skill to decipher the information into money so it's basically no different than like if you were picking stocks or something like that i usually equate the two very close and most people don't get that but if you look at it you take the information you analyze the information and then you decide which stock you think is a good bet because when you play the stock market it is gambling no matter what anybody tells you it's gambling but a lot of parents would be happy if their children were stockbrokers or professional day traders or something like that. But if you told them, oh, I'm a professional better, I guarantee you, you would get some frowns. That, that goes back to my uh, previous podcast about brainwashing. People were brainwashed to believe a certain way and everything else is impossible. It possibly can't be right. Like there's just, if you're a day trader, then you're a go, you're a smart man. You're the, you know. Well, top of your class, you went and did this and now look at, but if you're doing something similar, but with all those quote unquote accolades, then you're just a, degen a degenerate gambler. So anyway, this is something that I think people mistake, make huge mistakes with is not being realistic in their lives. So if you are an artist and that's what you love doing, you just have to be able to accept going through very hard times until you make it and there is a chance you never will make it that that comes to a lot of different factors in life but one of the major ones are you really serious about it or do you like just being called being called an artist so there's a lot of wannabe entrepreneurs out there that put entrepreneur in their bios on social media and say they're an entrepreneur and they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that and then they're sleeping in the afternoon or they're out drinking at night or you know screwing off their time it's nice to, to say things but there has to be action involved as well so if you're going to say you want to do this and it's an industry that doesn't make a lot of money generally you have to be prepared to live that way so if you're truly happy being an artist and eating at mcdonald's every day because that's all you can afford and living in a studio apartment in the bad part of town, then fine. Because life is about happiness and not everybody needs X amount of dollars. Not everybody wants the, the nice house with the white picket fence and two cars and three kids. And I get that. But at the same time, if that's what you supposedly love to do, then you can't always bitch about not having the things other people do. Because you have to be a realistic going in, going, an artist is a very non-traditional type of work. To make it in this, I may struggle. I may not have a regular income. 
I may get $10,000 for this painting and not sell another one for a year. This is realistic. If you're willing to go through that, hey, go through it, man. I'm not going to tell you not to be an artist. I'm the last person in the world that will tell you not to do something that you enjoy doing. But the fact of the matter is you have to be willing to accept the consequences of your choices. So if you want to be a doctor, then everybody knows what being a doctor entails and all the schooling and all the debt and everything you have to go through after you come out of school and all the insurance requirements, right? So you can't go into that and act stunned when those things happen. Oh, wait a minute. I have to go to school for eight years? I have to carry this much liability insurance for me? Oh, what are you thinking? Of course. Well, it's the same thing when it involves something that's non-traditional. So when I'm betting, I don't sit there and go, oh, I expect my paycheck every two weeks at five o'clock. No, of course not. I'd be an idiot if I thought that. So when people go through these things in life, they're not being realistic and honest with themselves. So when you hear these gurus spout stuff, you know, make sure you do what you love and love what you do. It's great. But always look for the additional information because they're not going to tell you the real deal about it because they're trying to sell you on a course or sell you on a consultation or sell you on a book or sell you something. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I want you to be realistic. Be realistic when you're capping a fight. Be realistic when you're living your life. Be realistic when you're taking a debt. Be realistic when you're looking at careers. Be realistic in your relationship. You need to be realistic. People aren't realistic anymore. They always want to point the finger and blame game and this, that, and the other. But you're the one making the decisions. So back to the starving artist. Why do the people say that? Starving artist, right? It's not easy. That doesn't mean it can't be done. That doesn't mean you won't be the greatest artist to ever live. That doesn't mean you can't be rich doing it. But you have to be realistic going in and say, even if I get to that point, it's going to take time. Can I make it through this time? Am I willing to put in the time? How long can I last? Will I quit? Am I willing to live my entire life this way? What happens when I get a wife? What happens when I get a family? What, what happens when I'm no longer young? What happens when I have more responsibilities? People don't want to think about that because you've got the, oh, I live for today. Nothing's guaranteed for t tomorrow. Yeah, sure. That's great. But you're not supposed to plan. That's short-sighted. How do you not plan for tomorrow? Live for today, plan for tomorrow. So I just want people to think about that when you're going out into the world, whether you're young, whether you're old, whether you got a career, if you want to make a career change, you just need to be realistic about it. That's one of the reasons like a side hustle is a great, another great thing that people say, side hustle. Go side hustle. But you got to be realistic. If you're working a regular job, a nine to five, you got a family, you got kids, you got, you know, all your responsibilities, all your bills, all these things going on in your life that take up your time and money and energy. And you hear some guru just tell you like, go get a side hustle. That's all you got to do. Go make an extra $50,000 a month. It's so easy. They're trying to sell you bullshit. Can it happen? Of course it can happen. But it's going to be hard. Just based off the time alone. You're crunched for time. 
You're living your life and then trying to put in work and hustle on the side. So don't think it's going to be easy. If you're comparing yourself to somebody who's just hustling, not side hustling, hustling. Like perfect example. If you're going to try to bet on the side and cap on the side compared to what I'm doing, where I can do it 24-7, seven days a week, who's going to win out? Nine times out of ten, I'm going to win out. And that's not to toot my horn and say I'm the best. That's not the point. What I'm saying is you can get there, but it's going to take more work for you. Simply based on the realistic rules of the world, you don't have as much time to do what I'm doing. So if your goal is to work a nine to five and eventually get out of that, and you say, I'm going to do a side hustle, you have to know going in, I got to grind and it's going to be hell and I'm going to lose sleep and family life may fall apart and people will be bitching and moaning because I'm tired and grouchy and I can't go watch Billy's baseball game, whatever is going on. You're going to go through it. You have to be realistic. You have to let people know. This is what I plan on doing. This is why I'm doing it. And here's the eventual goal. This is why it's very difficult as you get older and get more responsibilities for anybody to break out of the nine to five cycle. Why? Because you can't just not pay your mortgage. You can't let your car get repossessed. You've got to make good decisions. You can't have your electric shut off when you need to work on the computer. So there's things that take uh, responsibility that you have to focus on. So you have to make sure that you're able to live in a realistic world and at the same time still try to achieve your goals. And it's not the easiest thing in the world. That's one of the problems I have with all the gurus out there that have either already made their money or they're fronting and they're just telling you how easy it is. A perfect example, all the Shopify shit that you see all over. Make a million dollars on Shopify. I should do a, a separate podcast about this because I have so much information about the Shopify drop shipping. I don't want to call it a scam, but they are misleading to how difficult it is. Are people making money doing it? Of course. You can say that about any industry in the world. There's people making money in it. But what they don't tell you is the difficulties, the brick walls that we talked about in a previous episode that you're going to have to face. Now, the question becomes, do you want to face those brick walls and do you have the ability to go over, under, through? Or are you just going to say, wow, I didn't realize there was a brick wall here. I'm done. Well, if that's the case, I can give you the information up front. And tell you, these are the brick walls you're going to face. Then you can decide mentally, physically, does my life allow me to tackle this brick wall right now? Just because you can't do it right now doesn't mean you can't do it later. But you have to be realistic. Are you just going to put off everything that has a brick wall and say, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it later? Are you just going to procrastinate until you're dead? Or are you really going to say, this may not be for me. I don't like these brick walls. You look at something else and you go, oh, I see this has a brick wall, but I think I can tackle that. And that goes back to another thing, loving what you do. When you love what you do or you enjoy what you do, it's a lot easier. Like I was talking about the podcast. It's not work for me. 
If it was, I wouldn't be putting out as much content already as I am. It's not work for me. It's not a problem. I put it into my schedule where it doesn't take away from my ability to earn money. If it did, the podcast would need to be cut back. It would need to go. If the podcast becomes a brick wall, then it's got to go. But so far it's not. So I don't see a problem. I don't see it becoming a problem. If it is, I'll address it down the road. But I was realistic about it when I started. I knew I could fit it in. I knew the things I wanted to talk about. And I knew I could set it up quickly and get it going. That's one of the reasons I leave it raw. I'm not plastic. That's what I call people that are fake. Plastic. I'm not plastic. I'm in your face. I'm raw. And that's how the podcast is. You guys realize, I know you understand because you hear it. And I'm mumbling and bumbling and get tongue twisted all the time. I don't edit it out. There's a reason. Like I said before, if we're in a room talking together, this is how I'm going to talk to you. I'm not plastic. I wouldn't be fake. I'm not one of those announcers that need to do this and talk like this. So you guys think, right? Using soundboards and I don't need that. I'm not looking to be fancy. I'm not even looking to be popular, to be honest with you. I'm not looking to pretend to be anything other than what I am. And that's the difference between me and a lot of people, not just in MMA and boxing. I don't need to have the the fake combed over plastic hair sitting there with my $5,000 suit on in a nice studio pretending I'm interested in a sport that I have no interest in. I'm just a regular dude like you guys are, man. People that have worked with me ringside when I used to cover all the fights and, you know, had lunch with me and we sat and bullshitted. I'm just like you guys, man. Just like you guys. It doesn't matter how much money I make. I'm the exact same way I've always been. And that's very rare to find in most people. As soon as they find any little bit of success. Like I said, I don't have a God complex about anything. I'm always encouraging people to go out and get theirs. It doesn't threaten me. If there's a capper out there who's doing... A million dollars a fight. Great. That's awesome. Of course I want people to do well. I'm an advocate for people going out doing their own stuff. The starving artist. Go do it. I just want people to be realistic. I believe our culture has way too many professional victims. And that's what I call them. It's skin color. It's environment. It's it's uh, gender. It's because mommy gave me too much. It's because daddy gave me too little. So many excuses. And I'll be straight up honest with you. Life doesn't care. Life doesn't care what excuses you make. You've got to go out and get yours. So if you want to be a professional boxer, then you got to put in the time, energy, and effort and go try to be a professional boxer. If it doesn't work out, fine. Not everything in life works out for you. If you hear these people that are really, really successful with hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, they've failed so many times. But the difference is their mindset. They just kept pushing through brick wall after brick wall. They were realistic with what they wanted in life. They were realistic with the goals they set. 
realistic to them. Forget about other people because if you said, oh, I want to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars, people would laugh in your face. I want to be an artist that makes hundreds of millions of dollars per painting or whatever it is that your grand dream is. They would laugh in your face. Now, you may say, wait a minute, you said be realistic. Yes, be realistic in the journey that it takes to get there and the possibility that you will never get there. You have to know this. So you have to say, I want this. Am I willing to go through all the brick roads and all the, I mean, all the brick walls and all the problems to get to there? Am I willing to accept $100,000 a painting instead of a million? What if you top out at $200,000 a painting? This is what I'm saying about being happy and enjoying what you do. Because if it's just about money, you can get burned out, man. If it's something you don't like to do and it's just a freaking grind, no matter how much money you make, you're not going to be happy. You're going to look for other things. That's where drugs, alcohol comes into play. Cheating on your spouses come into play because you're always looking for something. The grass is greener on the other side. You're looking for something to fulfill you to, to that, pu- that missing piece of the puzzle because you're not happy. So when you're choosing happiness in life, obviously it's your partners, it's your family, it's your career. Nobody likes being in debt. Nobody likes not being able to pay their bills. But there are some people out there who have no interest in earning a lot of money, who would be completely happy selling a painting and having enough money to pay their rent and eat Chinese takeout. That's perfectly fine. There are other people who need to make a million dollars a month to be happy. And that's fine too. The thing is, you've got to be honest with yourself and go, if this is what I want, what am I willing to go through to get it? Because you can sit there and listen to all the motivational videos you want. And you can listen to all the podcasts you want. And you can listen to all the rah, 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 go do this, go do that. But you've got to be realistic and taking action and then being able to do, do that over a long term. That's that's the thing. You got to do it over and over and over. Because most of the time, you're not going to come out of the gate and hit a home run. That's not how it works. So if you're an artist and you're commissioning paintings or whatever, all of a sudden you're just not going to be the most famous person in the world making all kinds of crazy money. You're going to have to grind. So when you're a boxer starting out and you're fighting for free and you're 10 years old and you're in the amateurs and you go all these years, sometimes a decade before you even get paid and turn pro. That's a lot of grind, man. And then who knows? You may not even make a lot of money as a pro. You may not make it as a pro. You could get injured. You could get hurt in the ring. You could get hurt outside the ring. There's a lot of things that come to it. It's another brick wall that you'll have to face. So basically, you just need to be realistic. And it's great if you want to do what you love to do. That's, of course, ideal. I would encourage anybody to do that. But if you're in an industry that doesn't pay well, you have to be honest and ask yourself, am I willing to do something that I enjoy doing but never make a lot of money? If the answer is yes, then go do it. But when times are tough... Don't bitch about it to other people because you've made your decision.
And if you look at this honestly and you say, this career doesn't make a lot of money. I enjoy doing it, but I can't live like that. That's okay too. That's when you don't do it as a career, but maybe you do it as a hobby because it's something you enjoy doing. This is important because it's not just about money. It's not even about lifestyle. It's about mindset. And if you follow any of the other podcasts, you know I'm big on that because I believe it directly correlates to being successful. How you think. Because how you think controls how you act. And the things that you act on can make or break you. So when you're looking at things, you need to be conscious of making good decisions and being honest with yourself about those decisions so you don't later on go down the road and say, oh, it was this person's fault, it was that person's fault. If you're being honest with yourself, you can take personal responsibility for your decisions. And listen, not everybody goes out and intentionally tries to make bad decisions. How many people want to screw up their life? Not a lot of people. But shit happens. But if you're honest with yourself, then at least you can try to correct it and not do it again later on. So if you said, hey, I'm being honest with myself, I don't think I can be a starving artist for my whole life. Maybe I'm going to go be an accountant and I'll do paintings on the side. And then your paintings on the side suddenly takes off one day. Some bigwig buys it. You get a big name somewhere. You get viral traction going on. And the next thing you know, you're a brilliant artist and you quit your accounting job. Is it possible? Sure it is. But you're not going to hang your head on it because you're honest with yourself. Now, at the same time, if that is your goal and you say, I'm going to be a starving artist until I make it, then you just grind and you put all your energy and effort into being a starving artist and getting uh, seen, getting noticed, becoming big, making X amount of dollars or whatever it is that your goal is set on. But I think far too many people are not honest with themselves. And then they wonder why they haven't achieved their quote unquote goals. Is it really a goal or is it a talking point? Is it a Twitter talking point? Wake up, be productive, right? I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do that today. You You shouldn't even have to broadcast that stuff to anybody. The only reason I do this for the podcast is to motivate people to get them to take action. Like, I don't do this for myself. Like On this podcast, talking about, do you love what you do? I already do what I love. I'm not looking for validation from anybody to tell me, hey, yeah, you should be a professional better. I already am. That's what I do. But there's some people out there who's stuck. They're stuck, not understanding which way to go, if they should go up or down or left or right. So this is for those people. If you're stuck, you're stuck because you're not being honest with yourself. You're either relying on other people's opinions, what they're going to think of you. You're worried about failure. You're worried about doing the hard work that it's going to take. So you got to be honest with yourself. Maybe you don't want to do the hard work and that's okay. That's okay if you're willing to accept the consequences of not doing the hard work. So maybe that you don't get the sports car you wanted. Maybe that you don't get to live in the city or the home that you wanted. Maybe that you don't get a retirement account or health insurance. Whatever it is, each person is different. But action and inaction, you have to know the pros and cons of what you're deciding to do. So I think I'm going to do more episodes on just 
like I said, the general mindset, because there are a lot of people out there doing a lot of good things, but a lot of times they give you tidbits of information. It sounds really good on podcasts. It's nice, you know, a five second clip. Do what you want to do. Enjoy what you do. Be positive, right? But how do you put it into action? And that becomes the the switch I talk about in your mind. You got to flip it. So how do you flip it? And those are the things we're talking about. It would be the exact same thing. If I do a, a, a podcast episode on Shopify, yeah, it was really, really popular, right? If you do a po- if I do a podcast on Shopify, it's how do you actually take action? What what brick walls are you going to face? Because this wasn't this is not being told to people. Because they're selling courses, five hundred, six hundred, eight hundred. $1,000 Shopify courses. I'm not even joking. If you don't believe me, go up on YouTube and, sh- and search Shopify. You'll be bombarded with courses that these people are peddling out to people. And even if they have good intentions to tell you how to set up your store and the colors to use and these apps, make sure you have these apps. That's all well and fine. But they're not giving you the other piece of the puzzle which is there are brick walls. If you want to do this and be successful at this, these are the things you're going to run into. In my opinion, if you're going to sell a course, fine, sell a course. If you're an expert on this, fine, sell the course. But don't sell all the cotton candy and not tell you about the problems that you're going to face. That's not being honest. If I was selling you on a Shopify course, I would be telling you, this is the things that you definitely need. This is how you need to set up your store. These are the things you can't do without. Here are the problems you could potentially face. None of those courses do that. Not a single one of those courses do that. Why? Because they want that one, they know most people don't want that. They want the motivational rah, rah, rah. That's what they're paying for. They know if they say this is going to be difficult, nobody's going to buy their course. Why is that? Because a lot of people run from difficulty. A lot of people will run from that brick wall. A lot of people don't even want to know that there's a possibility that a brick wall is coming up. Those are entrepreneurs. They're not realistic. Every single successful person has to go through some adversity. Nobody's going to give you anything. This podcast right now, as of 8 2018, I believe I have nine subscribers on YouTube. Remember that. Nine subscribers on YouTube. So it's not like I come out of the gate and all of a sudden I have 900 subscribers. And I've been around for a decade. Over a decade. So in the real world, I'm facing adversity with my podcast. Now, granted, I'm not relying on it for income, but this would be the truth. If I was relying on it for income, I would have to know going in, look, dude, you may not have a lot of subscribers when you start out. So I would have had to be realistic with myself starting this podcast to go, uh, can I make a living off this? This is what I want to do for a living. I want to do podcasts about boxing, MMA, positive mindset, and wealth building. 
Can I make a living off of it? I'm going to go quit my job right now and do a podcast, right? How many people are out there practicing that? I'm going to go quit my job right now and do a podcast. People are making 10 grand a month on YouTube video ad revenue. I'm going to go do that. But I only have two months of saving. So I have to be a hit within two months. And then what happens after two months? Now you've got a bad taste in your mouth. And what do you tell everybody that you ever run into for the rest of your life? You can't make any money online. You can't make any money on YouTube. You can't make money off ad revenue. Nobody's going to listen to a podcast. Why? Because you didn't, you weren't honest with yourself and you didn't set yourself up to be in the best position. What you should have done is what we talked about. Your quote unquote side hustle. But. You have to know you have to work twice as hard because I'm over here every day putting out content. You're coming home like, oh, I'm too tired to put out content today. I'll do it tomorrow. If you're in my niche, I'm going to blow you away because over time, I'm going to have a thousand videos and you're going to have 200. Over time, I'm going to be able to touch on so many more subjects and cover so many more fights and communicate with so many more people and connect and get more subscribers and more followers on social media and build my my base and my brand even bigger. So what are you going to do? Well, if you're going to do it, you got to be willing to be honest with yourself and accept that you may be playing second fiddle to a lot of people. But that shouldn't matter to you because if it's something you want to do, you have to grind. This is where the mindset comes in because that's not easy. Everybody gets discouraged. Wouldn't I love to have 900 followers right now? Of course I would. Why wouldn't I? And I'm not making a dime. So imagine if I needed to make money off of it. Shit, I'd want 9,000. I'd want 90,000. I'd be out there, come on, guys. Yo, man, I've been around for 13 years. Hook a brother up, right? So I understand where people are coming from when it comes to brick walls. Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants to be successful in what they're doing. But a lot of people don't want to put in the time. Listen, 13 years, I think I have some social proof with you guys. The people out there that have been around me know that that's not a lie. I've been there. And like I said, that's just with Fight Junkie the brand. 13 years. That doesn't include me. Just me out there. And anybody will tell you, I was always generous, always giving my picks away. And that's an, that's that's going to be another episode is how people have come to expect free content. Because that deserves its own entire episode. Because if you're running a business or you're a business owner or even an entrepreneur that wants to get started, there's an issue with content. And I'll get to that in a different episode. But I've been around. So I've got I've got the time. I put in my time. So what I'm telling you is true. You have to be willing to grind through it. And that's a lot easier if it's something you enjoy. But at the same time, if you're not willing to put in the time, just be honest about it. You'll save yourself, your family members, and your friends a whole lot of trouble. That's why I always say on this channel, I don't care. 
if you guys do not want to be professional betters. I'm not trying to put that tag on you guys. I'm not trying to pressure you guys into being professional betters. It is not for everyone. When I say not everybody can do what I do, I don't say that to toot my own horn and say how great I am. I'm saying it because I understand it and I don't expect that from any of you. If you are if you are already a professional better, great. We have a lot to communicate about. If you're thinking about it, great. Do your research. Listen to what I'm telling you. Look at those brick walls and decide if that's something that you think you can go through over a long time. Remember, look at me, 13 years just with the Fight Junkie brand. Are you going to try to build a brand? Are you just going to go out and bat? Are you going to offer your plays and communicate to other people? Are you going to charge for those picks? There's a whole lot that goes into it. And that's not just because it's boxing and MMA. Whatever you're doing, you have to ask yourself these questions. And you can only ask yourself these questions if you're being honest with yourself. If you're not being honest with yourself, there's no possible way you can ask those questions. So you're going to go out unprepared like the podcast person we talked about who or the, or the YouTube video person who didn't prepare, who needed immediate success and failed and then bitches to everybody else about the system or how it's designed or how you can't do this. So they become another naysayer when if they had just taken a little bit of effort, a little bit of time and been a little bit honest with themselves, they could have said, hmm, I want to do a podcast. I want to do videos on YouTube. I'm currently working a nine to five. I need this income. I have all these responsibilities. I don't want to quit my job because if I don't make a lot of money, I'm screwed. So what can I do? Can I do this as a side hustle? Am I willing to get less sleep? Am I willing to do podcasts and videos on the weekend? Do I have content that I can put up routinely, consistently, so people are interested? Am I willing to put up videos that get five views, no views, three views, so I can build something over time? Am I going to get discouraged? Am I going to quit? Am I going to end up not having enough time? Is my wife going to bitch at me because on the weekends I'm in the room recording and doing, you know, editing? Is my wife going to be mad? Is my son going to be mad? Are my friends going to be mad because I'm spending money on podcasting equipment? Whatever the problems that could potentially be there, you need to be honest with yourself. And then once you go through that process, you have a better understanding of if it's possible, if it's probable, if it's something you want to do or not do. And then once you make that decision, if it's something you want to do, then you're on to a whole nother mess of problems. Because in your mind, you can do anything. Hell, I could be laying on the couch and be like, yeah, I could beat a uh, prime Mike Tyson easily. I'd hit that dude one time and knock him out. Now go up, get up, get off your fat butt, go train and really do it. Far different. That's what separates successful people from non. So once you've went through that process and decided it's something you want to do, now you got to go do it. And you're going to face all the problems that you said you could deal with and more you never even thought of. That's where mindset comes in. Mental toughness. The ability to overcome. 
So basically, I just want you guys to remember all these talking points that people use are great, but always look for deeper meaning. Always look for the stuff that they're not showing you. The things behind the screen, the potential pitfalls. And it's not to get you discouraged not to do it. In fact, I think it's opposite. Because once you've analyzed it and you said, I think I can do this, you should be pumped. You should be like, I've looked at this the best way I can from all angles. And I think I can do this. And then you go hit it. And then as the problems come up, that's where you've got to have the mental toughness. And you can rely on mentors or you can rely on friends and family. Anybody who supports you. And that's why it's important to be surrounded by people who are positive, who will support you. Because the exact same way those people can feed you full of energy, negative people can suck it out. They will suck it out of you so fast. And the next thing you'll be depressed, not wanting to do shit. So all of this goes back to mindset, being around certain people, trying to accomplish certain things. Make sure that you're choosing the best path possible at the beginning. Because I've always said life is hard and it throws shit at you left and right. So you want to come out of the gate with the best possible start you can. Because there's no way it's going to be smooth sailing. That's just not going to happen. You're going to face rough waters. So you don't want to start out. You don't want to launch your boat in rough waters to begin with. That's where it comes back to if you take a little bit of time. And sometimes it's not an easy process. Sometimes it takes longer than what you wanted. Trust me, I know exactly what I speak of when it comes to that. It has taken me way far too long to get certain pieces of my brand in order the way I wanted it. But I haven't quit. I kept taking action and I keep taking action to this day. Trying to accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish. So hopefully you guys understand this. Hopefully it resonates with you. Hopefully you guys are going to sit down and take a moment to look at your life and be honest with yourself and say, do I want to make a change? If I want to make a change, is this the path I want to take? If it is the path I want to take, what are potential problems I'm going to face? Am I willing to put in the time, the hard work, the effort, the dedication to go through that wall, to go over the wall, to go under the wall, to get what I want? If you're honest with yourself, then I have no, no doubt that you're going to persevere, that you're going to push through. And maybe it's not this business that makes you successful. Maybe it's a different business. But once you have those tools in your toolbox to be able to go through that wall, go under the wall, go over the wall, whatever the case is, go around the wall, then you always have those tools and you can apply it over and over and over again until you find something that clicks. So go out there and do it. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.